0: kind of similar to like gravity where you cannot believe in gravity but if you drop your phone it will absolutely fall that's universal truths that exist whether we realize it or not and it's so much better when you do realize it and understand it and then you are you are able to use it to your advantage in the way of creating your life this is the medicine podcast i am mimi mushroom queen, AHCC educator, and culinary nutrition expert. I am quite obsessed with providing the unique knowledge for those that want to prevent disease in their body, in their mind, and in their relationships. If that's you, then you are in the exact right place, my love. Let's go take the medicine. Hello, hello, wonderful people, you beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining Chase and I today under the red hat. This topic that we touch on is very special to me, and it's been a long time coming. Every time I share about this concept in my Instagram posts, I inevitably receive so many comments from people wanting a full podcast episode all about this topic. And that is how changing and choosing specific thoughts can change your expressed reality, AKA your life. So there is a specific process, a tried and true method called the model that I personally heard about and started using back in 2017 when I was at my rock bottom to change directions and start creating my life on purpose. I can't tell you how many times I have sat down with a pen and paper to go through this process. I've literally filled notebooks. And when we were separated, Chase actually used a very similar process in his own life. And I'm confident that it's because of both of our personal work in this area that we are even back together today. So when I say that this method is powerful, I truly mean it, and it can definitely change your life if you are consistent and you really want it to. Make sure you stay with us until the end of the episode as Chase and I have a really exciting invitation for you all to join us in during the month of April. So grab your Organifi or King Coffee or Mushroom Elixir and a pen and paper. You will definitely want it. Uh, If you're driving or working out, make sure you come back to this episode and write down the prompts that we give you to use this method in your own life. And if the medicine has helped you in any way, shape, or form, we would love to have you write us a review in Apple Podcasts. This is not just for my own enjoyment, although I love it so much, but really to help others find us, to find this information, people who are desperate for it. All right? All right. We appreciate you so much. Enjoy the episode, my loves. Hello, good morning. Welcome to The Medicine. My name is Mimi and I have my love Chase here.
1: What is going on people?
0: (laughs) If this is your first time listening to The Medicine, then uh, you are in a very fun place. (laughs) And this is going to be a really good episode. But what we try to focus on um, with The Medicine and, and every guest and every conversation that we have is under this umbrella of disease prevention for body, mind, and relationships. And there's a lot under that umbrella. And we we like to say that we have a PG-13 deep dive (laughs) into that. And today, this is definitely geared more towards disease prevention. Well, I guess it could be anything really, but I'm thinking more towards the mind. Mm. What do you think?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it directly makes sense (laughs) correlated to the mind. Um, Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the mind, there's, there's always a physical, um, indirect response to those, um, things as well. And, uh, spiritual, you know, the mind is like the center for a lot of stuff, you know? Yeah,
0: totally. And so, um, it's, it's going to be a really good episode. i I, this is one that I've been playing around with in my mind for a really long time. And, um, I've actually had a lot of people specifically ask, When I share about this, like on my Instagram stories or posts or anything like that, I undoubtedly get at least a few people that are like, you need to make a podcast episode out of this. Mm. So um, I'm making their dreams come true today.
1: Well, and there's uh, something that we started the year doing, which I really like is, you know, looking at the year in quarters um, and then focusing on during that quarter, one habit Mm -hmm. um, to get educated on try on yourself and then mm-hmm. really kind of come to a conclusion as to whether or not that habit serves you, Right? whether you, whether or not you want to make it a practice. Um, in Q1, we started off the year in January, educating ourselves and, and listeners to some degree about, you know, the practice of journaling mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being really intentional and intuitive about what you're putting in your body and, and what your body's telling you and, and making a journaling practice out of that. We did that for the month of January. Um, Many of the listeners I know for a fact and, and our, uh, us included continue to journal to some degree like through the rest of the quarter. Um, so it's it's awesome. And I, I think that we can continue to do this, like take every quarter of the year and try on a new habit or behavior yeah. and take note of it and really mm-hmm. put your intention into doing it to its fullest potential just to see what happens. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, these things are going to like journaling or you know meditating. These things are going to be. Off in the distance that you mm-hmm. might know a little bit about, but if you don't if you don't put that into your life yeah. for into practice, you're not going to actually come to a conclusion as to whether or not it's uh, yeah. you, you know for you.
0: And a lot of that starts with like. <laughs> Where do I even start? You know, this, right. this, whatever the practice, whatever the habit is, it's like, sometimes it's hard to even know where to start. So mm-hmm. I think today, this episode is going to be a really uh, wonderful kind of breakdown of where to even start. And we have a really um, amazing invitation for you guys uh, towards the end of the episode. I don't want to give it away right now because that's what the whole episode is about, but definitely stick around and um, uh, I invite you to come along with us into this journey. But first, I want to know, what is in your cup, my wonderful Unicorn King?
1: Mm. My cup today, it's not the usual hot drink. Mm -hmm. Um, I've already had my coffee, I've already had my mud, um, and actually have had a pretty good workout session this morning before recording this episode. I saw Um, you. I went all out on the water rower this morning. So <laughs> yes. much energy that I actually went an extra five minutes. Baller. Um, got a little bit of a lift in and I'm not going to be eating for probably at least a couple hours. Um, that's not intentional. It's just because got a lot of things going on. So what I'm doing uh, to stave off the catabolic nature of post-exercise, mm-hmm. I am taking aminos, uh, essential amino acids, putting them in my body, keeping my protein synthesis window open, keeping mm-hmm. my body in an anabolic state for longer without having to take a bunch of food in. Yeah. Um, and I'm doing that in the form of Keon mm-hmm. aminos and some ice water. I also sprinkled a little bit of cell core minerals in this as well so that I'm remineralizing my body, if you will, mm-hmm. um, staving off any sort of catabolic... A deterioration of my muscles that I'm so diligently trying to build every day as yeah. I work out and um, enjoying it because it's got a nice hint of berry taste to it. So mm. if you are interested in Keon Aminos, I know I've talked about them in the past. Uh, we have an awesome coupon code for you. It is Mimi, M-I-M-I, on any Keon uh, product. So check it out. Awesome. These guys are awesome. They're friends of ours and their products, whether it's aminos or coffee Um, or some of the other things they have going on, they're so, so quality. Oh, love them. What about you, my beautiful love? You're shining this morning. Am I? I I had to squint a little bit because (laughs) your teeth are so white. They're reflecting the sun directly into my pupils.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you. I will take that. What's in your cup? What is in my cup, in my... Very colorful cup today. I have a fun combo that I don't think I've ever actually done before. Mm. And it's a combo of the Organify Red, the red juice, and Organify Pure. Ooh. I, I probably have had it, I just, I haven't done it intentionally in a very long time. What
1: a summery drink. I
0: know, it's just, it's getting warmer here in Coronado and um, I have a workout later, so I definitely wanted the the cordyceps and the red uh, beet and the ginseng from the, the red juice and then we were podcasting today, so of course I'm going to be putting some some lion's mane into my, into my brain and into my body and it has a really... Uh, delicious the combination has a really delicious uh, kind of fruit punchy type flavor that is amazing
1: yeah I mean Organifi Pure is lemon mm-hmm. and red juice is berry that yeah. is a berry lemon drink it's
0: berry good come on let's go <laughs> wow. so yeah um, it, I, I would encourage you guys if you have some uh, a few different um, Organifi products uh, try mixing them. And if yeah. you, even if you think the combination might be weird, like the worst thing that can happen is you're like, huh, not that great. I'll try a different one. Right. Um, and, and we do this all the time. We combine different things all the time. And if you don't know where to start... Um, I would recommend, I would recommend uh, downloading my 12-page free guide that's called How Pro Uses Organifi. And I have all my different ways, the different combinations and things and, and ways to be creative about using the products. Um, so if you don't know where to start, definitely check that out. It's it's on my website, in my store, free digital download, all yours. Yeah,
1: that's a great call. Um, something I'm, I'm thinking of right now, especially when it comes to red juice and... Um, pure is we used to in the summertime back back in the old days of organifi when there was like 15 or 20 of us um we're we're a much larger company now but we would do like make food and fun treats with our products and and have them in the kitchen and we would do popsicles with red juice or with pure Mm. and so you know you'd you'd freeze an ice tray and the little popsicle things that are that go around and um, if you're looking for like a healthy snack especially yep. if you're like got kids out there and it's uh, spring and summer is coming up mm-hmm. popsicles with red juice or pure um, is a win win it's healthy it's delicious significantly better than yeah. um popsicle the mm-hmm. brand which has uh, you know like lime green it's, yeah. colors from space
0: <laughs> from yes meteorites right. that have landed you know glowing green
1: right nuclear waste type <laughs>
0: It's basically just like frozen dye with um, ungodly amounts of sugar. Right.
1: Or, (coughs) you know, as natural as Otter Pops (laughs) seem, I may uh, not want to put that in my body when compared to red juice. Right. Give it a try. Let me know what you think.
0: Yeah. In this whole glass, there's less than one gram of sugar, which I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Um, And you guys can always get 15% off with the code MIMIFIT. Um, when you grab your own Organifi. Um, But I am ready to jump into the episode if you are. Ready. Ready. I'm going to actually start with a question for you, the gentle listener, my love, my boo. Ask yourself, and think about this for a second, do you believe that you are responsible for creating the results in your life? Do you believe it?
1: I do. Yeah. I, I believe it. Do I embody that? Not all the time. Yeah. It is so much easier to say, you know, my parents are responsible for this shit. (laughs) Right. (laughs) This programming that they put me through, um, or my, my environment, my workplace.
0: Right. My, my boss. Yeah. My husband, my what, my this, my that, my this, you know.
1: Even a little secret one, I would say your religious practice can be easy at times as well. There are religious practices that are beautiful and incredible and, and amazing, but have a script that is often you are actually not enough. You are broken, thus you need the significantly greater higher power in order to heal You know, yeah. your broken <clears throat> self. right? And so that can almost be like, well, it's not my fault. I'm mm-hmm. kind of screwed up to begin with.
0: Right. Yeah, and we're going to jump into all of that and, and what what happens when you when you subscribe to that type of thinking versus when you subscribe to I create my reality, I create my life on purpose. And this whole thing that we're going to be talking about today um, is I refer to it as the model, the model. And um, this actually comes from one of my greatest teachers in life um, <clears throat> thus far. Her name is Brooke Castillo. And this is not something that she, that she just like created. Um, it's actually just the presentation of uni- universal truth that exists, whether we believe them or not. Mm. So kind of similar to like gravity, where you cannot believe in gra- gravity, but if you drop your phone out of your hand, it will absolutely fall. So it doesn't matter if you believe in it or not; it's happening all of the yeah, time.
1: Like, like laws. Yeah. It's
0: universal truths that exist, whether we realize it or not. And it's so much better when you do realize it and understand it. And then you are, you are able to use it to your advantage, um, in the way of creating your life. So, um, if you guys are, you know, this is going to be, you know, one, a one hour podcast is basically just the tip of the iceberg with this. There's, hundreds of hours that we could talk about this. It's such a vast topic, of course. Um, But if you are interested in um, this topic and want to learn the nitty gritty details, I definitely recommend checking out um, Brooke Castillo. She has a podcast that I will link in the show notes called uh, The Life Coach School Podcast. Uh, She is incredible and the most significant teacher for me when it came to Um, observing and managing my own mind and being able to then use it as a tool, the most wonderful tool in my life to create any reality that I wanted. Hmm. So uh, definitely check her out for sure. But I just wanted to make that clear that she's not like creating this. She just created a really easy way to explain this universal truth that's happening all the time. And she calls it the model. But this is also something that's explained by so many other teachers throughout time for literally thousands of years. They might use different verbiage and words to explain. Joe Dispenza is another guy that Mm -hmm. explains these concepts in a very, very, very similar way. He just uses different terms and words, but the overall concept is exactly the same. Sure. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, So if you are in this camp of, you know... Uh, feeling like kind of like life just happens to me and I am a a victim of you know circumstance or you know bad things bad luck I just attract bad luck or whatever it is Um, we want to hopefully by the end show you the value in shifting towards no I'm not a victim there are things that happen that are certainly out of my control but how I think about them use them act on them is in my control and that's what creates my reality love that yeah and you know sometimes we identify a thing or a result that we want a goal per se in our job our career spiritual life relationship but we don't know how to get there right and that's when it becomes really easy to purchase the the 10-step program from you know xyz coach teacher whatever or to um you know, buy another thing that you think will help you get there. When what I'm about to explain is absolutely free. And you can do it anytime, in any situation, using this model to create an outcome that you want. Um, and, and sometimes too, we are able to identify a negative thought pattern or a negative uh, thought loop that we're maybe in about a certain topic or area of our life. But we don't know what how to get out of that how do we get out of these negative thought loops yeah that seem to like plague us it can be really hard to figure out like well i can't help this thought coming into my brain what do i do so the model is going to explain all of that
1: and first things first would be just becoming aware right of yeah. negative thought loops or yeah. patterns and um Sometimes that's actually the hardest thing to do because we do these things so subconsciously. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. And I remember when I listened to the first podcast that really explained this in depth with um, Brooke Castillo, I heard her guest on another podcast and she was uh, the guest on there. And I was like, "Whoa, this lady is legit. I love the way she teaches and I love her approach to owning your thoughts. And I was like, then I dug into her stuff and When she explained the model i literally had the most significant up until that point significant light bulb turn on in my brain as i really realized like oh shit, i get to choose my thoughts they don't just happen to me i get to choose my thoughts and then everything trickles down from there whoa i can choose my thoughts and it was this ownership that i took from then on and i haven't let go of it since And like you said at the beginning, it's easy to understand that and and intellectually kind of explain it or talk about it. But it's it's more of a practice and a skill to actually embody it every day to to the point where, you know, you're you're really utilizing it for its full potential. Yeah.
1: And a lot of these are going to come down to, like, what do you define as thoughts? Um, Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot. And and so don't get hung up on those types of things, because we're all going to be I can't control my thoughts. I can't because I think something and I don't know where it came from. It just came from my subconscious. Um, That's okay. Don't get hung up on the definitions Mm -hmm. because the practice is your subconscious is producing thoughts often. It's that initial, I'm aware of what it's producing. I'm going to then evaluate what it's producing and choose whether or not a change can be made. Yeah,
0: Right. So maybe instead of thought, we should use the word opinion, Right. Our mind and our brain creates opinions, but that doesn't mean that it has to be a belief. A belief is just a thought that we think over and over and over and over and over and over until it becomes so ingrained in us that we now take it into our constitution and we call it a belief.
1: Thought to a feeling to an action.
0: Right. And so uh, viewing your thoughts that come in, sometimes they are just reflexes, but viewing it as an opinion rather than a truth being like, oh, that's an opinion that my brain is, but do I actually, do I agree with that? Do I want to agree with that? Is that something that I could potentially change for my own benefit?
1: Yeah, I I mean, I mean, and let's get into it, but um, thoughts are happening all the time. Mm -hmm. When you take that thought into the next step, you start to sort of feel it in a way, in your body, in your mind, you know, emotionally, to the point that you might even, you know, make an action or have a physical manifestation um, of that thought or feeling. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it's like picking knowing under, understanding that process and picking where you want to start implementing mm-hmm. change.
0: Right? Yeah. So I'm gonna give just a rough definition uh, definition of each of these um, aspects of what we're calling the model. Okay, so first, there's, there's five aspects. Um, the first one is uh, circumstance. So circumstances are always neutral, right? So something like, um, because I'm going to use this example later, the circumstance could be, I lost my job, right? That circumstance is always neutral. Um, then what comes next is our thoughts. The sentences that we say- What do you mean by Neutral neutral meaning that they're not neither good nor bad. And that might sound really weird because there are circumstances that certainly seem very negative in our world, but for the purposes of the model, understanding circumstances as and it'll get it'll make more sense once I actually get into an example, but just know that the first line you could say of the model is circumstance. it's always neutral. it's not ne- it's neither good nor bad until we apply a thought to it, right about it. So then that's what comes next, the thought, the sentence that we say in our brain regarding the neutral circumstance. So circumstance, thought. then what comes next is uh, a feeling, right? We think a thought in our brain and then we get a feeling in our body, which is just, uh, a, a vibration or an emotion, you could call it. So this feeling, this vibration in our body could be uh, could be considered, you know, negative or positive, um, uh, based on whatever that that thought is that we're having. And then what comes next um, from those feelings? The feelings drive us to act, and uh, they they really guide our actions in life because of how we're feeling. So circumstance, thought, feeling leads to our actions and actions over time create our reality that we're living in mm-hmm. currently. So you could say that our our outcomes, our reality, your life is a, is a good word for that all encompassing of all of that. Hey Boothang, if you're anything like me, you would rather receive a text than an email. The last thing I want to do at the end of a long workday is read more emails, you feel me? Introducing an addition to the medicine that is going to be perfect for you if you are the type of person who prefers a short and to the point nugget of wisdom more than reading a long blog post type email. We wanted a more personal way to reach our loyal listeners and medicine tribe, so now you can actually send and receive texts directly to me. Here's what you can expect from my regular text nuggets. Insights directly from me for personal development and self-care. Favorite tips, tricks, and products I'm loving for my body and mind. Tools to go deeper into your relationships and elevate your connection with your partner. Plus, you'll get first dibs on any promotions, inventory announcements, new partnerships we create, and so much more. If you want in on this goodness, text your full name to 619 268 to sign up. Again, 619 268 I can't wait to be text friends with you. Cheers and love.
1: Yeah. And and that sequence um, is what, you know, many will describe as kind of the default mode network. And if you think of it the way that it's been described to me, and I apologize because I'm broing this out, there's many great thinkers who can explain this. Uh, Dr. Lipton, uh, Dr. Dispenza. Is is Joe Dispenza a doctor? I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But it's like, it's like grooming a ski run on on the the snowy mountain, um, such that as as the skier or the thought runs down the course, it has almost a groomed path mm-hmm. uh, or a, or a blazed trail. It's it's an easier route for that action to follow through, and. Um, the, This can happen from a host of reasons, but the most dominant reason you can have a default mode network or a groomed run with inside of your brain for these patterns would just be your programming and Mm -hmm. and your environment growing up most heavily like ages like one to seven or something like that where based on where you're from, who you're around, your parents, you know, maybe most significantly your siblings start to groom these thought runs in your brain. So you're walking into life with kind of these like default Mm -hmm. mode network patterns for the way that you process uh, thoughts, feelings, actions.
0: Yeah. Which then creates your life. Yeah. And so understanding what you just said so beautifully, wasn't bro at all. um, That does, that is kind of in line with before someone becomes aware, right? They're, They're just in this mode of cycling through thought loops and actions and creating a life maybe that feels like it just happens to them versus really taking ownership and then choosing these things, um, on purpose. Yeah.
1: So, so an example would be, you know, you mentioned losing your job as a circumstance, your default mode network may suggest that any circumstance in your life, you know, based on the way you were brought up, based on what you were exposed to in your environment, anytime you're around stress, you have a thought that it's stressful, that it's bad. Um, the feeling is that you're potentially, you know, scared of that, or or have some fear or stress associated with that circumstance. And maybe you were brought up in an environment, or you've been around an environment where you soothe by eating food. And so your default mode network, every time there's a stressful circumstance, mm-hmm. would be to identify the circumstance as stress. The thought is that this is bad for me. I'm scared. It's causing me stress and fear. Um, my
0: the action.
1: action would then be I will self-soothe or I will mm-hmm. comfort myself by consuming Oreos.
0: Yeah. And then the result would be maybe you don't feel like at home in your body. You feel like you could be healthier. You, you maybe have gained an unhealthy amount of weight. Um, you know, your health declines, like that's the then result that comes from this kind of unconscious living. So um, using that example of someone who loses their job, I'm going to give you two basically roads, two paths, two different models that can come from the same circumstance. So the first line always is the circumstance that's neutral. Okay, I lost my job. The thought then could be in this example I'm worthless. I'm dumb. I'm a failure. I'll never find a better job than the one that I just had. The feeling that would, you know, be associated with that that thought pattern would be probably some level of depression. You're sad. Maybe you're angry at your boss. You feel defeated. You feel less than. So with those feelings, what are the actions that are going to come with those feelings? You don't see a lot of people like, super depressed and defeated and angry and this and that just killing it in life right so the actions that come from that are maybe you lay around the house and you kind of are in your like self-pity mode you're watching lots of like Netflix eating Oreos um, you know maybe not working out as much you're just like in this depressed state and uh, you maybe you because of that you settle for a low-income job, uh, you know that's really low bar to entry that you don't really like, but you just you feel like I'm never going to get a better job, so I'm just going to go with this one, and then the result would be, you know, probably you'll end up hating the job and eventually quitting, starting this whole process over again. Right? That's just an example. I'm not saying that that's concrete. That's just an example that I'm giving versus another way to look at the model, with the same circumstance, again, that is neutral, I lost my job. If we change the thought to, man, I lost my job and it does make me sad, but I always wanted to be a veterinarian. I always had this pull to be a vet and to, to work with animals. And I, it didn't happen the way that I thought, but I now have the time and the space to really go and apply for vet schools. I went through the prereqs. I could apply right now. I've always wanted to do that. So that creates feelings of excitement. You're thrilled. You feel almost fortunate. You feel the gratitude in your body that, hey, this was, you know, maybe I, I wouldn't have planned it this way, but it's, it's really allowing me this new exciting opportunity that I've literally always wanted since I was a kid those feelings are extremely different so the actions that come from those two different feelings are going to be extremely different totally so the actions that would be associated with those uh excited thrilled fortunate grateful feelings are i go all in on applying to vet schools this is my job now Um, when I go and apply and I go interview in person, they see my passion, they see my love, they see, you know, all these, um, positive attributes in me because I'm so excited about this. I get into vet school and now the reality is I get to live out my dream career. And I'm, I'm just, I'm so grateful looking back that I actually did lose my job. So that's just one example, um, and this is really uh, a way. There's there's different ways that you can use the model. One way is identifying where your current thought pattern is and where it's taking you, and maybe it's leading you down, you know, into a result or an outcome in your life that you don't really like right now. So it's a way to discover what's actually happening in your brain. What is the thought that's causing all of these downstream effects? And then the other way to use it would be to, once you understand the model, to then go back and identify the circumstance, again, that doesn't change, and then deciding on what thought you want to think that will then lead to the result that you desire. Hmm. So that's how you can use this um, to to your own advantage. Um, so... Uh, I would say, memorize that C-T-F-A-R, circumstance, thought, feeling, action, result. And I literally do this in my journal, um, not so much anymore because it's it's more like intuitive and I just kind of think about it in my brain. But when I was starting out learning the model and seeing it really reflect in my life, I would literally sit down with a pad of paper and write my C-T-F-A-R, my current that was yielding the result that I didn't want, and then the the future or the one that I do want. And I would go through these steps and figure out what's that thought that I need to think, that I need to make part of my constitution. Mm-hmm. So um, I wanted to give people an example of how to use this, not only to identify, we just did that with a job, but <clears throat> how to realize a result that you uh, are striving for and to, to focus on okay, I want this thing. How do, how do I go about getting it? Right. So, um, an example that's really easy to use is, you know, someone's health, maybe their, their weight, because it's a number, it's really used to, it's really easy to use in examples. So for example, if I am currently 200 pounds, that's the result that I don't want. You know, I've, I've gained, extra weight that's unhealthy, and I want—I really want to get to a healthy weight that my body's happy at, and I'm expressing, you know, true vitality. So the number that I decide on is 150 pounds. So the result that I want would be 150, and um, so then 200 pounds would go in the circumstance line. I am currently, you know, I am 200 pounds, right? And then 150 pounds would go in the R line, the result line. And then you would go through the process of figuring out what thought, feelings, and actions it'll take to get to that 150 R line. So then the next step would, you would want to focus on how you would feel or how you will feel, use the word will, I how I will feel when I'm 150 pounds. So in this example, I... I will feel healthier. I will feel free. I will feel more at home in my body. I will feel so grateful to be more mobile and to move easier in my body. And focusing on those feelings, then you're living in that frequency of you in the future already getting that 150-pound Mark right. So you're focusing on that frequency, and then when you when you do something like combine it with a you know a long term type of like meditation, and you're thinking on it daily, then you're living in that frequency, and you're choosing thoughts and actions that that person who's reached 150 pounds lives in mm-hmm. the the actions and feelings um, and thoughts that they think on a daily basis. So.
1: You're grooming that run yourself. Yeah. It's going to be a brand new run. You may have mm-hmm. to trail blaze a little bit. Right. Um, through a practice like meditation, mm-hmm. but you are grooming that new default mode network path in your brain. Yeah. When you reach the goal or when you reach the, the you know, that 150 pound mark, you will have fully completed the Brand new run in your brain of thought.
0: Mm-hmm. So then you would, you know, thinking about when you're at the grocery store, just in this example, when you're caught between, you know, what, even what food you want to, what food you want to bring into your home, knowing that that's so important in this, this um, example of health. How, how would I choose my food when I, how will I choose my food when I'm at that 150 mark? I'm definitely going to be focusing on whole foods. I'm going to be focusing on making my own meals. I'm going to be focusing on using healthy oils and understanding more about nutrition, things like that. So when you live in that frequency, it's a lot easier to make those decisions because you're just not aligned with the frequency that got you to that place that you wanted to change, right? Mm -hmm. So it does take Ownership and responsibility to monitor your own thoughts and and um, feelings and actions and everything that in between in between the C and the R line, you really have to be aware of what's happening and what frequency you're living at. Um, so I hope that that's clear for people. And certainly again, this is just scratching the surface. I highly recommend that you listen to Brooke Castillo. She has so many like quick podcasts explaining Mm. more in depth if if you're not getting it for some reason. But just remember that you have to it has to feel real. It has to feel real before you can make it become real. Yeah. So focusing on those feelings is critical.
1: Yeah, something for me. And it wasn't this exact model, um, but it was really similar. You know, it was through um, meditations and reading books from Joe Dispenza where I clearly identified a circumstance, thought, feeling, action loop um, as it pertained to our relationship and, mm-hmm. and our divorce specifically. So when we were completely split up after we'd been divorced, I mean, I'm, I'm talking like a year and a half, two years after, I'm still finding myself in... Um, circumstances that would trigger the thought of our relationship. Um, That thought would be very bitter uh, as it manifested into a feeling in my body. And my action was to um, use that bitterness in something like a joke or distancing myself from the pain of it by saying something like, Well, you know, I got my ass divorced at 26 years old as like a joke in, in front of people, or even even I would use it as a way to blame um, certain things in my life that that I thought weren't where they you know should be. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I got my divorce, I got divorced, and basically like treaded water for a year just to figure out like how I could get out of this thing and barely and made no progress on X Y Z, um, using. Anytime the, the circumstance provided the thought of you and I being together and then divorced, just this loop would continue. Mm-hmm. And, um, I just got fatigued by it. Yeah. I read the, the book, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And, and the first thing that just came to me as almost a download was, man, this thought you are stuck on and it's manifesting these feelings that then promote an yeah. action um, so I got to the point where i where I clearly identified this is this being something I wanted to change mm-hmm. um based on some of the protocols in that book, a lot of a lot of which was through meditation. I began to hyper focus on the reality of not just being over it um rather, my meditation was on loving you, which was really hard to do at the time um mm-hmm. rooting for you caring about you and the reality that i would walk through in my mind was hearing about megan doing something in life and and wishing the best for her Mm. actually rooting for you experiencing happiness in my entire body for you which this person who who you know broke my heart or or hurt me in a particular way that seemed wild at the time completely wild and i forced myself into it I would sit in meditation in front of a, a a red light therapy device in January of 20 um 19, 18, yeah 2018 <laughs> and um <clears throat> literally meditate upon it. Um anytime those those thoughts would come up in my life, I would speak out loud, "Nope, change." So mm-hmm. the thought was still there. Yeah. But I would just say change. You know, I got to the point where where I stopped kind of the first thing was like I stopped just thinking about our Divorce in general, which was a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Sometimes Um,
0: you, in those states, sorry, but sometimes in those states, you realize like how much you are dwelling in something. I've definitely done that where I, I, I'm focusing on maybe a a negative thing in my life. And once you start to like, okay, I don't want to think about that. You're like, man, I was really choosing. I was choosing to dwell in it.
1: Yeah. If I took a tally over the course of a week. Um, it was pretty disgusting as far as how much I was dwelling on the negativity of our divorce. Literally, if I kept a tally, it would be um, ridiculous. So it started to just just turn into the circumstances that I was in that used to trigger those thoughts just stopped triggering the thoughts, which is great. And then the thing that really nailed it for me is we actually ended up um, eventually having contact with each other to some degree. Um, I'm hearing about you going to the School of Culinary Nutrition starting this business and i'm lit up for you i'm actually excited for you um and and happy for you and i got another you know a picture sent from somebody or or on social media or something where it was it was just you smiling at, like during your baptism at church and yeah. like i was genuinely in my soul rooting for you and happy yeah. for you and i mean i was so proud of myself for getting yeah. that far i didn't realize it along the way i thought eventually it just kind of like went away after I stopped thinking about the divorce all the time. Um, But then, you know, months and months later, I get this extra feedback that this model really did work because Mm -hmm. I'm in my spirit rooting for you.
0: Yeah. And sometimes it happens like that, where it's just little by little by little by little. You stay committed. And it's not necessarily like this grandiose big event. It's just you, you realize that what... Used to be those reactionary thoughts that were negative. Now the reactionary thought is what you were shooting for. It's, man, I'm so happy for her, or mm-hmm. whatever it is. And then it it's almost like after the fact, after you reactively think that, mm-hmm. then you're like, whoa, did you guys see that? Like, I'm actually happy for her, and it's more of like, damn, I I think I'm I think I'm there. And I noticed that too with my own. Self love journey, like changing things and changing thoughts and changing um, habits and and feelings towards myself and my body and this and that. Like, over the course of, say, a year, it's one degree every single day if you're serious about it. One degree. And then over the course of the year, you look back and you're like, I'm like, I think I'm, I think I love myself more. Like, I think this is the most I've ever (laughs) loved myself, Mm. probably since I was a little kid, you know, and you didn't know anything and you're just like, I'm awesome. Like, it's, it's truly magical when you get to that place, when you, when you've realized that R line, that result, that outcome, that goal that you're shooting for, it's not always this crazy explosive event. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, wait, was that? Am I there? Holy crap, I'm there. Yeah. One of the best decisions I ever made for my overall health was getting completely off moldy coffee. If you are on a mission to get to the bottom of mystery symptoms and feel your best in life, this is something you need to know about. I have now lost count of the hundreds of people who tell me they have given up on coffee and caffeine, not because they wanted to, but because they thought they had to. Because every time they drink it, they feel shaky, anxious, brain foggy, have skin reactions, or digestive issues. I then explained to them that, my love, you are more likely having a reaction to the mold and pesticides in your coffee, not the caffeine. The sad and shocking reality is that up to 91% of coffee beans used in America are contaminated with mold not to mention the 42 different chemicals and pesticides sprayed on most coffee beans before they are even harvested. So if you have persistent, unexplained brain fog, sore joints, fatigue, immune issues, or other mystery symptoms, it could be from moldy coffee you are unknowingly pouring into your precious body every day. No pill, no potion is going to help us feel better if we don't first remove the negative stimulus like the moldy coffee here's the great news if you love coffee you don't have to give it up every day i drink delicious mold-free pesticide-free coffee that supports my overall health in the best way it's my reishi king coffee king coffee is organic coffee mixed with the spores from reishi mushrooms This unique and potent combination allows me to enjoy coffee while also supporting my hormones, my immune health, my nervous system, my digestion, my mood, my stress levels, and so much more. If King Coffee was a pop star, she would absolutely be Beyonce, potent and divine. If you love coffee, I invite you to ditch the mold and try King Coffee for yourself. It was one of the best decisions I ever made for my health. I can't and won't go back. To learn more about what makes reishi spores and King Coffee so unique, you can check out episode number six of this podcast. And to grab your King Coffee, do not buy on amazon that is illegal and expired product instead go to the themedicine.myorganogold.com and search for king coffee you can also just check the show notes or my instagram bio for a direct link bringing you only the best and only what i'm obsessed with cheers boo
1: it's like it's that compounding self-interest idea yeah. You know, you're putting one penny away a day mm-hmm. and uh, you're not paying attention to what's actually building up by doing that, that, yeah. you know, investing mm-hmm. of, of energetic resources um, until you've been through it a while and you actually take a second to observe how far you've come and you're like, wow, I've actually, you know, through this energetic penny away a day of practice, I've actually built up some, some wealth and I've built yeah. up some progress.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, it's not, it's not perfect. It's a roller coaster. Sometimes um, it's not like a, a linear progression, like a perfect little step up, step up, step up every day. Sometimes it's all over the place, and and certainly circumstances that are neutral in our life can can seem to like derail us. And you know um, maybe we feel like we're taking steps back and then forward. Just just know that if you're in the middle of this process or you're starting it, don't expect to it to be a perfect like you know elevator or escalator ride up to the top like it's gonna look kind of crazy some days but it is so worth it yeah and (laughs) I mean if you hadn't done that work on yourself for yourself there's no way we would be back together right now right there's no way there's no way that this podcast would exist in the form that it does right there's no way that we would have been able to spread good information and, you know, uh, spark healing in people the way that the medicine has for certain people that, you know, come to us and, and share their experiences. It's, you never know what being consistent and being and taking ownership of your own thoughts, how that can ripple out, not only in your life, but your partners, your families, your loved ones, your friends, and ultimately the world like it sounds kind of grandiose but when you when you um peel back the layers that's that's what is happening and that's literally how the world changes can you imagine if every individual identified negative thought loop negative thought patterns that they're having and they did this work say for six months or even a month (laughs) how how drastically different our world would be yeah And not just on on an individual level, but like the world at large, Oh yeah. which like just is gasoline to my fire of self-evolvement. It's not just me. It's this ripple. And really that's, you know, that's kind of one of the core values I would say of this podcast. And, um, certainly, um, the education that we, that we try to put out is like, it's a ripple. I always talk about the ripple effect and people are probably sick of it now, but, it's true. I just got on a little mini mm, monologue there. Let's go. But, um, Come on. Change the world. I think you guys can see how powerful this could be. Yeah. And it might take some playing around in your journal, in your notebook or whatever, playing around with these lines. Listen to a few other episodes by Brooke Castillo. She is the master when it comes to teaching this. And certainly, if you have any questions um, for me or for Chase and you want to like hone in on like, wait where would my action go? Where is this a feeling or is this a thought? Like I can probably help you if you want to slide into my DMs. I'm not saying that I'm an absolute expert at this. It's something that I continue to work on and practice. Yeah. But I believe it enough and I've I've seen it actually play out in my life um, to the point where I could probably help you if this is the first time that you're discovering this kind of work.
1: Yeah, It's it's funny. Like sort of how it worked for me was... Um, it started by preventing the feeling from becoming an action. Like I'd think the thought I might still feel like shit, but I'd be like, okay, I'm not, I'm not gonna do anything about it. Okay. I'm not going to physically manifest this into an action. Mm. And then eventually it kind of backed its way into, I'm thinking it, but I'm, I'm not going to let myself feel like shit about this. Mm. Like the thoughts going to be there. I can't help it. It just popped into my head. But you know what? I've been meditating on the feeling, feeling of love and, um, abundance. And, uh, I'm really familiar with that feeling. So I'm not going to let that thought turn into a feeling that's not that feeling. Mm-hmm. Eventually you just don't have the thought.
0: Yeah. It becomes unconscious. Yeah. You're unconsciously competent. Yep. Um, so <clears throat> I wanted to just go into, you know, I, I mentioned that, um, Towards the end, we would have an invitation for you all, and based on the information that we've presented to you, hopefully you have some level of um, understanding of this. Hopefully it wasn't too confusing, Um, but for the month of April, our invitation to you as an individual is to decide on an outcome, reality, or goal that you would like to make happen, that you would like to realize in your life. That could be monetary, it could be health-driven, it could be in your career, it could be in your own self-love journey, whatever. It could be in your relationship, but make sure you are choosing your result in a way that's very clear. So like, for example, some, uh, uh, an unclear example would be, I want to be kinder to myself that's great that's awesome but that's more of an action that's not a result the result would be i want to be able to look in the mirror naked and not have uh, self critic self-criticizing thoughts i want to be able to look in the mirror and have confidence in what i see that's an that's a that's a result that's measurable the action then would be, you know, like I'm going to be kinder to myself. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But make sure that it's something that you can really measure. Or, you know, if it's your health, um, maybe it's a weight goal. Maybe it's, you know, I want to, um, I want to stabilize my blood sugar. I want to have even blood sugar. Whatever it is for you. Um, and so, and then you would want to focus on the feelings that will come with that result. Mm-hmm. So focusing in and living in that frequency. So make sure you're using the words when I, when I'm able to look at myself naked in the mirror and have confidence, when I'm able to um, speak only kind words about my partner or whatever it is, when, when, when I will feel this, I will feel grateful. I will feel lit up I will feel happy I will feel joy whatever those feelings are then really focus and hone in and take those feelings into your frequency and choose to live in that frequency
1: yeah that's kind of the fun part of this is you get to daydream a little bit about your your future Mm -hmm. and even if it seems crazy like sitting in that potential reality as if it is perfectly real you'll start to feel the feels you start to Mm -hmm. feel the emotions um this is often associated with people who uh, would like to bring in more wealth or abundance into their into their life and they do Mm -hmm. it through money and i i don't love the idea of just focusing on dollar bills necessarily Mm -hmm. but like this model still can work for something along the lines of like resources Mm -hmm. like like money yeah Um, maybe it's i want to be able to buy fresh caught fish and because it's so expensive, yeah. I'm not able to do it currently without thinking of how expensive it is. But I want to live in mm-hmm. the future of me being able to buy whatever I want at the market, um, mm-hmm. feeling no monetary guilt about it, and uh, sitting in that like abundance mindset.
0: Yeah. Or like I want to be able to afford all organic food. Mm-hmm. Everything is organic. That's the result. Is like, and it's 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 measurable. And, and even if you do have a monetary goal money is neutral. Mm -hmm. Money is a currency. It's energy. It's our thoughts that we think about money and the feelings that are associated with those that we tend to like, well, I don't want people to think that I'm greedy. I don't want people to think this or whatever. Those are the thoughts that you're having. If you're living in abundance and you're like, yeah, I make great money because I provide a lot of value to my world and people compensate me for that. And then I take that energy that freak that um currency and then i spread more good yeah into my body into my families and uh and, and more good is is had because of what i so the 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 money is neutral
1: right and, and, so and if i would it say is, a little hack though in, in this process as you sit in meditation and, and think about the your your future reality a little hack would be to and it can still work by imagining a fixed dollar amount or a weight mm-hmm. amount that you're trying to lose mm-hmm. or potentially be at a little hack, uh, that I've found in this is go beyond that. Um, if it's money, like we talked about, think about what you would do with that money. And so your meditation is not, okay, I, I log into my bank account and I see X amount of dollars in the bank account. Yeah. Go beyond that. Go towards, <clears throat> I'm booking a vacation for my family and not even thinking about how much it costs, rather all the experiences, Yeah. the, the, how lit up I'm going to be when I'm able to tell my son that I'm going to Disneyland Mm -hmm. uh, with him. Or if it's the weight uh, example of losing weight, maybe it's not getting on the scale and looking at the number. Maybe it's you quickly walk by a mirror and the first thing that comes into your head is you go, damn, I look good. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a new thought and that's going to feel amazing. Mm. Or you're in an environment with loved ones, friends or family. And they say, say something like you look really healthy and happy Mm -hmm. instead of, Oh my God, you've lost a lot of weight. Like that, the <clears> hack <throat> is that if you focus on the things beyond the number, yeah. the number will have already taken care of itself.
0: Yeah. No, that's a really, really good. And point. then you're going to be attracted
1: that. to those circumstances more instead of getting on the scale. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you can't hone in on like, I don't know how I'll feel because I've never been there. Right. Focus on what, like you said, what, what will you do with that money? What will you, um, how will your life, uh, be better or affected because of, this goal. So I think that's really, really good. Um, We're going to share our, you know, we thought of each of us, um, our reality that we, or uh, this result that we want to realize. And we wanted to share with you guys just to make it more real. And as we go through the month of April, we're going to be focusing on the feelings associated and living in that frequency of this result that we're looking for. Um, so uh, maybe we can both share ours and then, and then we'll talk about um, how we're going to do that. Do you want me to go first or do you want to go?
1: Go right ahead, my beautiful love. <laughs> okay.
0: So my reality or my result that I want to realize is um, I want to be able to walk without pain. And I've talked about it on here, I think, certainly on my Instagram and stories and everything. Um, my I've been nursing a foot injury for about seven or eight months now. And <clears throat> it's been really frustrating. And um, it's prevented me from doing things that I love. And, um, it, you know, it kind of ebbs and flows. But it's been pretty constant for seven, eight months now. And um, so the the reality that I want to live in is my body feels amazing and i i walk without pain in my foot and so when i when i <clears throat> get there when i sorry <coughs> when i walk without pain the feelings that i have are gratitude so much joy and love for the activities that I get to do every day, walking on the beach, pickleball, lifting heavy again. Um, I'm going to be so grateful and overjoyed that I get to literally do any physical activity I want and my body supports me in the best way. And focusing, I will focus on, um, you know, I haven't played pickleball really in months and months because it's a, an, a, an aggressive movement, and I'll focus on the fun that I'm going to be having, the memories that I'm going to make with you on hikes and on the beach and, um, and playing pickleball with our friends and focusing on the joy that that brings me um, and, and choosing to, to live in that frequency now. And then my thoughts and feelings based on, or my thoughts and actions based on, around those feelings will take care of themselves. And when I notice that I'm in, you know, maybe like a group of people and someone asks, a friend asks, oh, how's your foot doing? You know, previously I would have been like, oh, it's pretty bad today. It's, it's really bothering me. Um, It's just really frustrating. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm angry at this point, you know, and my body hears that. My cells hear that. Rather, when somebody asks me in the future, how's your foot doing? I'm going to respond with, "It's healing really, really well. It's I can just tell. I'm so grateful and impressed by my body's ability to heal, mm-hmm. and um, I know that it's so wise and it's taking care of me. And I'm really actually grateful for the um, the this process because now I'm so aware of my feet and how I take care of them, the shoes that I choose, and and the movement and stretching and mobility and everything like that. So. Um, it's brought a lot of awareness to my body, and I'm really, really grateful for that.
1: Mm, I love that. That's and, such a different conversation. Yeah, and conversation. I'm, com- I'm committed to supporting you in that because what it does <clears throat> take is, you know, some accountability at times. Whether it's a look or something for yeah. me to give you feedback will be like, hey, let's reframe the way you talked about your, your foot there.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, I appreciate that because I know, you know, deep down that that's what I ultimately mm-hmm. want. And sometimes we're, we're not going to be perfect all of the time. And so having a conscious partner to help you is like, pff, it's icing on the cake. Yeah. What about you? What's your result that you want to make a reality?
1: My result will be upon waking in the morning, feeling completely rested and energized for the day. Mm. And the reason I say that, um, and if you're a listener of the podcast, you're aware sleeping is one of those things that um, I haven't quite yet cracked. I am still having... um, mornings where i wake up and do not feel like i rested through the night's sleep and potentially do not have enough energy to achieve all of the things that i would like to do during the day Um, fortunately i have a lot of complementary and supplementary practices that i truly believe keep me from um, being severely impacted by that lack of restful sleep all the time you know supplements um, other practices like uh you know, getting out into nature and making sure my eyes are on the sun and some of these other things. But that being said, uh, very specifically, I still struggle with waking up at about two or three in the morning and not going back to sleep. My c- nervous system just turns on and I am firing on all cylinders. In fact, I'm so energized at two or three in the morning, I could probably do some of the best workouts on the planet, solve some of the best <laughs> problems in the world with the way that my mind and body is ready to roll. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, if I if I just get up and start, I'll hit a freaking wall yeah. by 5 p.m. and and basically you've seen it. Be on the be asleep by <laughs> by eight o'clock uh, or like seven thirty sometimes. So for me, um, what I will be meditating on is that feeling of of waking up and like actually oddly enough, like it was this morning. I woke up mm-hmm. and I was just bulging. Ooh. <laughs> That's a weird word I used no, I love uh, it. for waking up. It's a great visual for me. But my, my body was like ready to exercise yeah. and my mind was ready to work yeah. and it was a restful, you know, seven or eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Um, I'll be focusing on not needing coffee because I actually feel energized or, Oh, whoops, did I skip, um, black ant powder today? Because I didn't, even feel like I needed to get it in my body. I'm I'm so energized. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be focusing on those moments when I do get up at 2 or 3 in the morning. Laying my head down um, very calmly and getting into a a soothing space of, hey, I got a couple more hours of sleep left. Mm-hmm. Um, this is no problem. And falling back asleep in 5 or 10 minutes.
0: And falling asleep is so easy.
1: It's so easy. Uh, so I will be also reframing my language around sleep. And that is, um, I, maybe I can't get to the point where it's like, I'm an amazing sleeper. You know, I don't know if I could reframe that hard. Uh, but I will be like, I focus on rest. Mm -hmm. Rest is critically important to me that I'm willing to make changes and strong practices towards restfulness. Um, so so that's definitely one for me, uh, that I'm really excited to try on.
0: I love that. And I'll definitely um support you in in your language, but also the the habits that we choose together. Is this supporting both of our sleep? Is this supporting rest? You know, um I think it's it's kind of interesting that, you know, we're recording this podcast this morning and last night you had a great night of sleep and that's one thing that you want to focus on. Um I woke up today and my foot feels amazing this morning, like mm. better than it has in a long time. It's already time. working. And yesterday I walked like seven miles. I was all over the place. I walked all over the Island and I was expecting to wake up and have it be kind of stiff and sore, <clears throat> but it felt amazing. And I'm like, is this already working?
1: <laughs> it's working, but uh, yeah, uh,
0: I'm, I'm changing my even language around that. Like it, it's already working. My body is already listening to me. My cells are already responding to the frequency that I've decided that I'm going to live in.
1: You embody health. I and am vitality. Mm-hmm. I prioritize rest. I am an expert at rest. Yeah. And I'm going to manifest you being able to clear your throat before a podcast.
0: <laughs> I'm editing that out. <laughs> So, okay, so what does that look like for us specifically, you know, in this invitation that we're the, we are bringing you all in if you're, if you're willing to? Um, for us, it's going to be we are more uh, successful in bringing in new habits, new things if they are stacked with other already cemented habits in our day. Mm-hmm. So what that looks like for us is we both use the red light therapy um, from juve every every morning and so that's a that's a non-negotiable already so for us we're going to pair our meditative thoughts on whatever our you know our our specific reality with that time in front of the red light um, i do mine for about 11, 10 to 12 minutes every morning and i don't listen to anything i don't put any music on I did it today, right before the podcast, um, just turn it on for 10 minutes and live in my frequency, in my thoughts that I'm choosing for myself. And so because I'm stacking those two together, I'm, I'm receiving in just an insane amount of benefits from that meditation, but also from the red light therapy we've talked about, you know, we've had a whole episode on red light therapy. I think we're going to have another one soon because it is so, uh, foundational, in health. Um, but if you want to listen to that episode, it's number 23 with Scott Nelson and uh, the benefits of red light are just unending. It's a laundry list. And so, uh, I'm, I'm pairing that with my red light. What are you going to do?
1: No, uh, very similar. And, uh, we're actually recording next week with, um, Wes from Juve, they have a, they have a ton of new products coming out, uh, even more research into the benefits of red light therapy. Um, and they're actually now partners with, with the podcast, which is really yeah. exciting. And, and uh, especially because it's been a part of my life for, you know, three years now mm-hmm. at this point. So to get them on board with the medicine is really exciting. Um, we actually too have a, uh, discount mm-hmm. code for Juve. We'll make sure to drop in the show notes because if you guys want to stack these habits as well, um, please do. For me, um, I always like to bring in when I'm taking on a new habit, one or two others, never more than about three at a time, but one or two others and kind of grouped because it adds extra emphasis on making sure that I take up the practice or the dedicated Mm -hmm. time for the practice. Because for me as kind of an achiever, if I look at, okay, I got red light therapy, I have a meditation and I'm uh, you know, let's say taking a supplement or something all within this 15 minute window. If I don't have time for it during the day, it's not that I've just like, Oh, I missed one. I'll catch up tomorrow. It's like, Oh wait, I missed three of the things that I'm trying to bring into my life. I I can't miss this. I have to prioritize Mm -hmm. it. So I love habit stacking like that. Um, and making the most use out of, out of the 15 minute window. So for me, similarly, I'm going to take about 15 minutes, two or three times during the week. And then, um, definitely on the weekend, at least once during the weekend to put my juve light on, put my red light therapy on, get, you know, within about a foot of that red light so that I'm getting the healing benefits of, of red light therapy more consistently in my life. Uh, but then also using it um, to specifically meditate upon this restfulness, mm-hmm. um, this, this life of having complete benefit from the act of sleeping Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm going to do it. Actually, I'm going to anchor both of those things, the red light and the, and the meditation in by after my meditation, I am going to make a King coffee mixed with gold, Organifi gold, a little latte or a little, uh, King coffee, elixir, Chino, if you will. (laughs) Um, and so that it kind of anchors it down. Something I love to do with when I'm taking on new habits that can be a little, uh, strenuous, like, you know, meditating for 10 minutes might, might be hard. It's still, it's still challenging for me at times or taking on a a workout practice or stretching. I love to anchor it with something that's a little, you know, self, uh, soothing, uh, something a little like treat yourself type. Mm -hmm. And so by doing that with a treat is a little anchor into my brain that like, man, this is, this is great. This is something you should be, should be doing. So, um, Almost yeah. as
0: like a little reward for like doing sure. the thing that could be easy to just be like oh, I'll do that tomorrow,
1: and not in a reward way. Like I'm gonna have a donut after this. Right, make um, sure it's something
0: that's actually giving you health. Right,
1: it's it's got to be in alignment with the frequency the path and the frequency and the trajectory right. with which you are aimed.
0: Right, absolutely. So if you guys want to check out Juve, they do amazing education on their website as well. But, you know, you can obviously listen to uh, episode 23 and then the one that's going to be coming out soon. Um, But if you go to juve.com slash Mimi, so that's J-O-O-V-V slash Mimi, M-I-M-I. And then you can use the code Mimi at checkout and it'll get you a hefty discount on, and they have so many different products mm-hmm. and you can, they literally take you through the process of figuring out which light is right for you. So um, definitely check them out. Um, so if you are... If you want to join us in this, um, please reach out to us. Let us know if this hit home with you, what you thought about it, if you have questions, if you're going to join us, and then continue throughout the month. You know, I'm not going to give you rules for this. You're a you're a big boy or a big girl, um, but... I, we would love to see what you're doing and mm-hmm. say you picked up a juve light or you, you paired it with something like Organifi or King or whatever. We want to see what you're doing and give you support if you need it. Um, or if you have questions, whatever. So we are here for you. You are more likely to succeed when you involve other people that you know, love and trust. And hopefully by this point we are some of those people for you. So, mm-hmm. um, Hopefully you guys got something out of this and hopefully there were some light bulb moments. Um, Before we sign off, I would love to know from you, my love, my chasing one, what is the medicine for you today?
1: Mm, The medicine for me today is on brand with the medicine uh, and that is um, disease prevention for relationships. And it's not really disease prevention because there's no disease in this relationship, but, um, I'm getting coffee and breakfast here in a couple hours with a dear friend of mine. And, um, I just going to nurture that, that relationship for nothing other than it could be just shooting the shit. It could be talking about the deep meaning of the universe or, uh, what's going on in each other's lives. But, uh, it's a critically important relationship to me. And, um, I, it's medicine to be able to, Listen and um, share and uh, just connect with a brother and very excited for it. So that is my medicine Mm, today. So good. What for you on this thirsty Thursday (laughs) is your medicine?
0: My medicine today is um, getting a workout in with our good friend, Steven Steigler. Mm. Shout out to Steven, the world's greatest trainer, if you will.
1: (laughs) He does... Proclaimed to be. <laughs> no, no, he, he doesn't. doesn't. But he is. But he
0: is. He is literally the best and just the best human. Um, so I I have a, a good workout with him later today, and I'm excited. Um, I've been taking it a little easier, doing more like walking and and slower kind of workouts. And today I'm just, I have good energy. My foot feels amazing. Um, I'm ready to really go hard in this workout and um, to receive the benefits of You know, doing this for my body, you know, not as a punishment, but because I love my body, I'm lifting heavy things, I'm increasing endorphins, I'm, you know, having good conversation with Steven, and overall, increasing my longevity, hopefully. (laughs)
1: Let's go.
0: So that is my medicine today. Mm. All right, you guys, thanks for joining us today. And I hope you had some light bulb moments. I hope you were taking notes. Remember, if you haven't written it down, take a second and um, I will also have the prompts in the show notes for you, remembering the C-T-F-A-R so that you can figure out the result that you want, maybe the result that you're not getting yet and the result that you want to create in your life. Um, I hope by now you've figured out that you can create any reality any um, any outcome in your life and the best tool is not something that you can buy from someone else it's what's between your ears using your mind as your best tool to proactively create a life that you truly love and that you are living on purpose all right all right so go into your day spread some light Give a stranger a smile, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Okay, bye. bye. If you liked this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you prefer to listen. This will ensure that every episode drops into your library automatically. And if you have a recommendation for a podcast guest or topic, you can always email themedicinepodcast at gmail.com. Remember, there's no E at the end of medicine, and let us know your big idea. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, cheers, boo.